0: Buenos dias, good morning, and this is Beyond the Walls with Pastor Israel Rodriguez and my co-host, my brother, my friend and partner, Tim Flirty. This is the talk radio show that goes beyond the surface level to explore the deeper truth of faith. Join us as we journey together into the heart of God's love and discover the power of faith to transform our lives.
1: Well, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Walls with Pastor Israel Rodriguez. I'm your co-host, Tim Flaherty. And this week we have my brother again, a special guest. We'll see if we can get him to say something here, but uh, maybe not. He'll just provide a little color. We don't know. And then, of course, we're having our wonderful missionary couple, the Yoders. Uh, And I want to encourage you again to go to maf.org forward slash yoder and i'm going to spell that out for you it's y-o-d-e-r the yoders are missionaries with mission aviation fellowship Uh, this is a, a missionary program they send missionaries across the globe working in the third world reaching people that otherwise can't be reached and the yoders are quite young they're how old are you now 31 30. Thirty and thirty-one. Okay, all right. Uh, so, uh, they have a they have a journey, and if you were listening last week, you heard about them. But as we know, I, we start every week with a question, and so I want to ask the preacher. We heard last week how these two met. How did you meet your wife? How did I meet my wife? That's that's a fifty-two weeks,
0: uh, uh, yeah, year. <laughs> you have about you have about one minute.
1: Give us a synopsis.
0: Yes, I was dating the wrong girl at the time when I met my wife on this mission trip. And, uh, yes, we were having a hard time, and uh, we decided to take a break in our relationship. And, uh, yes, I went to the city of Valencia to translate for a missionary team, and uh, the person that was assigned for me to translate was Nelia, my wife. So she didn't speak any English. And she was, she is a dentist, she was a dentist designated for my team, and uh, it gave me the time to translate anything I wanted, you know, back and forth. So, yes, and that was a great time, a great connection there. We only worked for seven days, and uh, it took us probably two, three months after that, you know, for me to make the first phone call to say, hi, how are you doing, you know? So yeah, here we are, you know, after 17 years married and with a daughter
1: Elizabeth who is 10, and serving the Lord
0: together beyond the walls.
1: Well, I have to say, I know your family and I, all the things that you do and all the all the people's lives that you touch, is incredible to me to think just you know exactly, you know how we met, right? One day, my brother he calls me up and he tells me, "You got to come over to the house. You got to meet this pastor." And at that time, I had just started this nonprofit, and I was kind of, eh, you know. But I have to say, it was one of the greatest things that ever happened to me because I got to see somebody who was living completely on faith.
0: Yeah, but you have to tell the audience that you thought this was a scam from the beginning. You know, let us be honest here, team. Thank you we're not on TV, you know, so we can
1: see your red face. It is true. But Yes. It is true. It was scary, huh? Well, I thought, you know, because you know, I've had some experiences in life. I've been around as they say. And and yeah, I did. I thought, I thought, Martin, you can't help beat this guy. This guy, you know, he's telling you some tale and it's, you know, a story and, you know, you can't, you can't, it can't possibly be living by faith. Right. Because that's, that. this is what my brother told me. You got to come meet this guy who's living by faith. And uh, I said, no, there's an absolutely no way that this is happening. But, Then, of course, we met, and I remember witnessing you. One of the first times I ever saw you took—you had like a 100 bucks in your pocket, and you met some woman, uh, some single mom uh, who was out of gas at a gas station, had no food, had no diapers, and you just took all your money, and you just bought all the things that she needed, and you just gave it to her. And I said, how can you do that? And you said, what did you say to me? My God shall supply all of my needs
0: according to his riches in glory till today. Take what i tell you. Huh?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i tell you right now, that's what I say every single morning when I wake up now. And I jump out of bed with joy and I just say, oh, God will provide. He will. He is providing. So. Well, with that, we'll be right back.
3: Estagos is powered by the faithful donations from people like you. Their mission is to help everyone in the Treasure Valley through their community warehouse, housing programs, and the Boise Food Bank. They believe all human beings should be respected and loved. Each person is special and deserves to live their life to the fullest. If you want to donate to Estegos, go to their website, estegos.org, and click on the yellow Donate button at the top of the page. That's A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot org, and click on the Donate button. Hey, this is Pastor Dave McGuire from Deer Flat Church. If you're looking for a welcoming community, or you can explore your faith, or you want to deepen your relationship with God, come check us out in Caldwell, Idaho. Our Sunday worship services are at 9 a.m. and 1045, and you're going to love the setting. We sit out in the middle of farm ground. Our members at the church offer such guidance and friendship and support as you journey on your spiritual path. Find us online at deerflat.org or stop by for a visit today. Hey, this is the church, the perfect church for imperfect people. We're back,
1: and again, I just want to say another thank you to our partners, our, our sponsors, the Boise Food Bank, if you are out there and you're struggling and you need food, please head over to boisefoodbank.org, click Get Food, and there's a list of, of agencies, partner agencies, that you can uh, go to and uh, get food and get help. Yoders, thank you for being here again. Yeah, We just heard from the pastor, and he was talking about, you know, Well, I guess he kind of outed me as a a little bit of a doubting Thomas, because I am. I have been. I try not to be. But what I want to hear from you is, maybe if you can, share with me a time right now in your life. We've heard kind of where you came from. You were a young couple. You had some, some children in your early 20s. You felt this calling. You got laid off. Some might say that was divine providence. You finished school. And you got called here to Boise to Nampa to work with Mission Aviation Fellowship. Tell me, how does God provide in your daily life?
2: Wow. Well, I it's just looking back, you, you know, hindsight is such a blessing and just seeing how God is so faithful, just when you're just willing just to say yes. And so just while we've been here, I've just been amazed at, at you know, we left family and friends. I mean, I was born and raised in Spokane. And so this first move, while it's not thousands of miles away, it's been challenging just with the kids and and everything like that. And just seeing how God has provided us with community and friendships in the most unlikely of ways. um, It's just been just really beautiful to see him working on, on our behalf for that. So yeah, it's been good.
1: And Caleb, i have to i have to imagine it's got to be a little bit scary because from what we learned from before you know you were the breadwinner in the family mm-hmm. you were working you were probably making a decent wage right you were working yeah. in a machine shop mm-hmm. i know those guys they <laughs> you know they're not going to be millionaires maybe overnight yeah. but they're they're going to be able to f- provide for their kids and yeah. their their wife and their, their family and how's it been this transition for you uh, from full time worker to a student who had a stipend, who had a transitional program with the government who was you know maybe not every single want being taken care of, but your needs your basic needs being fulfilled to now living on faith entirely
4: yeah, so uh, it was kind of cool because the government program as it finished up, it was two weeks before we started with MEF. And MAF's been really amazing with taking care of us as well for a lot of our needs and, and just, um, um, yeah, they've, they've supported us while well. we've been raising support as well. And so there's definitely been challenges, but we've also seen over our whole marriage just um, as we've been faithful to tithe, we've been amazed that, you know, even when it doesn't feel like it makes sense, God has always come through with things, whether it's a random check in the mail or you know, just so many different things that he's, you know, there have been gaps and he's definitely just come through for us every time.
1: The random check in the mail is the most amazing experience. Yeah. And I have to tell you in my, so I was never a tither. I always thought it was a scam. I did. And I I will be, I'll, I'll tell you this and to the entire audience, uh, never in my whole life. And then six years ago I met pastor Israel and, uh, he told me something. He said, maybe just try it. Maybe just try. And so I did. And it it was kind of easy for me because at the time I had no income, none, because I had just started this nonprofit Mm -hmm. and I was, I was uh, living on my savings. So I had no, I had no income. So it was really easy for me to tithe because my tithe was (laughs) zero. But I said to myself, okay, I'm going to do this. And so then as the years passed, my nonprofit grew a little bit and it was able to provide me with a little bit of income. And so I got this little bit of income and I said to myself, Oh, okay, well I guess I'm going to have to tie. So I started tithing. You would not be amazed at the amount of just, I would say sheer windfall that came in. And, and now, I mean, it's incredible. Every, every month, it's like a joy to be able to help other people to be able to bless other people, to be able to give to other people. And I see, you know, the I want to say the relief
4: mm-hmm.
1: in the eyes of the people that we were able to help, that, you know, we met this young pastor, Baptist pastor, in the... By hill- the way, yeah. By, yeah. The way yeah, yeah. by the way. Yeah, by the way. By the way. In the hills of uh, Puerto Rico, in the mountains of Puerto Rico. And uh, he had spent $500 on this piece of equipment. He had no idea where that money was going to come from. He put it on his credit card. And... We had gone there to see him and we gave him this $500, but we gave it to him kind of secretly. The pastor just folded it up and stuck it in his pocket. And hours later, the pastor called in complete shock. Did you give me this $500, he said. And the pastor was talking to him. What did you tell him? I said, uh,
0: no, it was the Lord Jesus who put it <laughs> in my heart to give it to you. It came from my hand. And yes, you know the satisfaction when you're reading God's word. It is better to give than to receive. You know we have a God that owns everything. Why tithing? Why giving your offerings? I mean, this because it's an act of obedience. It's an act of total surrender. It's an act of you. You are you are taking the seed of God's word, and then you're taking the seed of whatever that you can share. What is one hour of your time? What is one hour of prayer? What is one hour of of assisting, helping others? What is with your resources? Helping others. That is a seed. What you sow, those shall reap. You know, it is it is incredible. We could be here hours and hours and hours, you know, talking about God's providence, and just it takes an act of faith, you know, be be obedient. Sometimes the the leader we have is not enough for us. But when we put in in the right hands, you know, in the hearts in the hands of the master, in the hands that can multiply, you know, bread and fish, then we have the satisfaction of being obedient and, and, and being used by God as a channel of blessing for others. So, yes, Pastor Santiago, great guy, great great blessing. We're looking forward to having him on, on, on Zoom, you know, uh, one of these days, and uh, you will get to uh, listen more about him and his story and his testimony.
1: And I guess what I'll just say is that for me, you know, uh, as far as going from a doubting Thomas and a never tither, I will, for the rest of my life, I'll tithe. Mm-hmm. Every, uh, if I get a dollar, 10 cents of it is going out to somebody in need. And I think that, you know, getting a chance to, to meet missionaries such as yourselves who are living on faith and, and only through the generosity of others, uh, you know, is it possible for you to do your work. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I guess I did, it really took me a while to understand that. And, you know, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be back and we're going to talk a little bit more about what's happening right now in your lives. And maybe even hear a little bit about the successes that you're having and, and the hopes that you have. Uh, But if you want to learn more about the Yoders, go to maf.org forward slash Y O D E R. The Ostegos.org community warehouse is a powerful tool for churches, nonprofits, and schools to get the items they need at a fraction of the cost. Most items are available up to 90% off retail prices. Membership to the Astegos.org community warehouse is free and takes just a few minutes to sign up online at Astegos.org. To learn more about how your church, nonprofit, or school can start saving money, go to Astegos.org. That's A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot O-R-G.
5: Looking for a place to worship and connect in the Caldwell area? Come and join us at Deer Flat Church. We offer two Sunday morning services at 9 a.m. and 1045 a.m., providing flexibility to fit your schedule. Our services are filled with uplifting music, inspiring messages, and a warm, welcoming atmosphere. We believe that everyone is welcome, no matter where you are in your faith journey. Come see for yourself and experience the joy and fellowship of our community. Visit deerflat.org to learn more about our services and events. We look forward to seeing you there.
1: Well, and we're back. And again, I want to say a big thank you to our sponsors over at Estagos.org. You know, Estagos is such a huge part of my life. But if you're out there listening and you have a church pastor in your life and they have things, they have needs for their ministries, I want to encourage you to send them to Estagos.org. That's A-S-T-E-G-O-S dot O-R-G. Have them sign up for our community warehouse. We have 14,000 square feet, it's like a mini Costco. It's jam-packed full of supplies. Just encourage them to go there. And, and we love to meet pastors. We love to, we love to hear about their work, what they're doing, and we want to help them in their ministries. And so we're back again. And my brother is here, Pastor Martin Flaherty of Deer Flat Church. Hello, everyone. And I want to hear from you. You met the Yoders, and how did that come about?
5: Well, I got an email from some missionaries. We're moving to Caldwell to partner with uh, missionary Aviation Fellowship in Nampa, and they were reaching out to the church uh, in Kabul where they had bought a house. But it turned out that the house that they bought was across the street from my house. And so, a little bit of a divine providence there. Um, but what I thought was really interesting was why they chose to send an email to me in the first place. Yeah.
4: So... What
1: happened, Caleb? What we're, how, how big of a check were you looking for? Because as, as the people in Radio Land don't know, I call my brother... Mr. Checkbook. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But seriously, what was it that made you reach out to my brother?
4: So we had gone uh, the year before to Alaska for our anniversary. It was our 10-year anniversary, and so we went to a Hot Springs up there. And while we were there, there was uh, this couple that we met, and they found out it was our anniversary, and they're like, hey, we want to gift you this Aurora tour, which is like $150 or something. So it was like really amazing and had just met him. Um, So we got, uh, actually Josie, she had sent, she wanted to write him a thank you.
2: Yeah, um, before we left for our trip, I had to take everything illegal out of my purse, mostly just sharp objects. And so, (laughs) and we usually carry around our prayer cards, just cards we can hand out to people if they're interested in supporting or for more information. And I had one left and I was just going kind of like, why am I, I don't need to take this, but God said, to put it back. And so, yeah, after we had met this couple and they you know, were just so generous with this tour, um, that's what I had. I was like, I'll slip this in the thank you card. Maybe this is what it's for. Um, they were staying in the room across from us and she sent an email to Caleb, and, and she said, Oh, my goodness, my church in California supports some missionaries um, with MAF. And she was just really excited. You have to meet my sister. She lives down in Caldwell, Idaho. And and so Caleb emailed the sister, who happens to be a member of Deer Flats, and <laughs> just how God works. It's just really, really awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> totally. It's, it, you know, and I think what's interesting is for people who – are not Christians, they would call that a coincidence, right? But for us, we would call
5: that divine providence. It's just, you know, God working in our lives ahead of us. I mean, how many coincidences was it just for that? It was like four just to get to that one point. So, you know, how many coincidences does it take before you're like, okay, mathematically speaking, this (laughs) – there's somebody else in control once you get into god's will um you step into god's will it's like stepping into a river right the the current starts to take you yeah. and you can always see on the next bend but you know that god's in that river with you and, and guiding that river so it's amazing
1: and i would say the reason why you're here today is because you can't you, you you had your family you moved across the street from my brother there was some maybe it was even like the week that you moved here there was like a barbecue or something mm-hmm. that we were having at my brother's house And he invited you over. Yeah. And you have, it was like 4th of July, I think. Yeah. Because, and I remember this because my brother has like four kids. And every 4th of July we do kind of fireworks and stuff. And your kids are kind of about their same Mm -hmm. age. And so maybe you had, your kids were there and we were having a Mm -hmm. barbecue. And I got to meet you and hear a little bit about your story. And we had the fireworks and the kids were shooting off the bottle rockets or sparklers (laughs) or something. And, And that you know always got me to thinking about you guys and i wanted really to h- hear and to sh- and have you share how has it been this transition into boise
4: yeah or into nampa it's been uh i think initially it was a lot harder than we expected because uh, we both grew up in spokane all our families there all our friends were there and so yeah just i think god knew that we needed that community and uh, he also knew we needed the time here rather than just going straight overseas, I think, just to prepare for what's to come. And, uh, yeah, we've been able to work through a lot of things and, and just see God, yeah, just see how he provides things that are intangible, like community and, you know, all of that.
1: So you found a church that you're attending here, mm-hmm. it,
4: not Deer Flat. We kind of We've kind of been... Going back and forth between Deer Flat and the, the New Life, the other one that we're attending. Oh, okay. I yeah. like New Life. That's yeah. nice. That's yeah.
1: wonderful. And and your your kids, they're adjusting into school, or are you homeschooling? Because I know once you go overseas, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. With maybe you have some technology, maybe mm-hmm. you don't. Right. You know, what? what <laughs> poor Josie's looking at me right now, like, oh god, don't <laughs> talk about school. <laughs> but I'm curious, and I think people out there are really curious. Yeah. What you know, your kids are are young. Mm-hmm. what are you going to do when you're overseas for school?
2: Yeah, even that has just been God's hand at work. So I have not been called to homeschooling, not yet. I I told the Lord, you have to really speak audibly to me. Um, <laughs> MAF has a great, they have a great resources to help mm-hmm. parents who do choose to homeschool. That's just not me right now. So we moved down here and I was really looking at some of the local school districts and kind of a bit worried Um, and then somehow for some some way we found this school um, that was it's called Forge International Um, and so it's this international school so they follow this IB curriculum and overseas in the location that uh, we hope lord willing that we can go um, they have an international school that follows the same curriculum.
5: That's (laughs) perfect.
1: Terrific. Yeah, that's really great. So your kids do school online from your home or they go to the school building now?
2: Yeah, yeah. The school is about 20 minutes away. And so, yeah, it's pretty close.
1: Terrific. That's so good. And no school bus. So you have to you have to wake up in the morning and take them there. And you go to work at MAF, yeah. working on the planes, learning the proficiency and all of that. And then do you work at MAF too?
2: No, no. um, We were raising support together. um, And then, yeah, now that he's full-time at headquarters and the kids are in school, um, I've been praying a ton about my next steps of of what I need to do while we're here Mm -hmm. and
4: just figuring that out. Awesome.
1: And how long do you think that'll be? How many more months or years do you think you'll be here in Boise? Or do you know?
4: Um, So there's there's a lot of need here, actually, because planes from overseas get worked on here. And so we're set for a year from basically January.
1: Okay. Yeah. Terrific. Well, we're going to be right back after this.
4: Dear Flat Church is a place for everyone. It is a church where you can be accepted as you are, experience an amazing depth of grace, and heal your hurts. It is the perfect place for imperfect people. Come and check out their services, both in person and online. They meet every Sunday at 9 a.m. for a traditional service and 1045 for a more contemporary service. Deer Flat Church is located at 17703 Beat Road in Caldwell and online at deerflat.org.
3: Come and join the fellowship. Are you a local pastor who needs supplies for your church or nonprofit? The Estagos Community Warehouse is the place for you. You can find a plethora of items such as teaching supplies, toys, bedding, and even garden supplies and decor all at discount prices, some even 90% off retail. You can join Estegos Community Warehouse by going to estegos.org and filling out an application. Membership is free and only takes a few minutes to sign up. That's estegos, A-S-T-E-G-O-S, .org. And we're back. And again, I want to thank our
1: sponsors, estegos.org and the Boise Food Bank. If you need help finding food resources in the Boise area, feel free to go to boisefoodbank.org. There's uh, tons of resources available there to help you get food. Uh, well, I'm going to turn it over to my brother, Pastor Martin Flaherty. He's going to offer a blessing and a prayer here for the Yoders. And uh, before we do that, I just want to uh, say the Yoder story's not done. Uh, they're coming back next Saturday here at 94.1 The Voice, KBXL. They are going to share with us their hopes and their dreams and their future
5: plans for their mission work across the the world. So, Martin. Heavenly Father, you are a good and gracious and creative God and full of love, a God of relationship. You're sovereign in our lives. We acknowledge you. We take this moment just to tell you that we need you. Um, we're grateful for you. And I lift up the Yoder family to you. I thank you so much that you are active in their lives and their home and their marriage and their family and their parenting. Um, you're active in their future. You have called them beyond the walls. Of their church in spokane beyond the walls of the churches here in caldwell Um, you're calling them to what you're doing in the world and we are grateful for that ask that you would continue your generous work in their life thank you jesus it's in your name amen amen
1: and you know again to our listeners we're going to just next week the yoders have a fantastic story of hope in their lives. And we're going to be talking with them more about that where they see themselves going and what really the plan is in terms of MAF. So if you want to learn more about the Yoders or you want to support the Yoders in their, their mission work, go to maf.org forward slash Y O D E R to help them.